What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Reg B, CEO from the Everyday Life Podcast. And this segment is brought to you by Black Crown Life Clothing. Want to make a statement with your outfit? Want to turn some heads and still look good? Then look no further. Visit blackcrownlife.com. You can shop from three brands under one site. That's Black Crown Life Clothing, Rich Poplar Collection, and Black Butter Boutique. They carry a wide range of great quality street and casual wear that will suit your fashion sense and lifestyle. From t-shirts, hoodies, crewnecks, joggers, hats, ladies swimwear, bikini, and more. Don't forget to shop today at blackcrownlyfe.com. Brothers and sisters, my name's the Honourable Reverend DJ Bone Kid, straight out of London, UK, and I'm here to tell you about the Everyday Life Podcast with my Reg B CEO and my do say Dom, and we are talking about regular everyday life shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Lock in, lock on, everyday life podcast, DJ Bone can be the beat boss. I said it. What's up, y'all? It's your boy Reg B, along with Duce Dom, and this is the Everyday Life Podcast, episode 32. Duce, how you feeling? Fucked up. What happened I'm now? I'm angry. I'm angry. Mm-hmm. I'm mad. I'm sad. Mm-hmm. All at the same time. Well, you know, first, first thing first. First thing first. I think we just we, we could we could just jump right into this. Um, big rest in peace. Big, 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 big rest in peace, man. Cause this one hurt. This one hurt. I felt this one like how I felt Kobe. You know, it felt like I, I lost a relative, an uncle or cousin or something, man. Big, big, big rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. Um, a lot of you know him as Jackie Robinson. A lot of you know him as Thurgood Marshall. Some people know him as James Brown. But he was introduced to the entire black community, if you did not know him, as King T'Challa, a.k.a. the Black Panther, who recently passed away of after a four-year battle with colon cancer at the age of 43. Uh, nobody knew, well, I mean, well, the public, unbeknownst to me, didn't know he was sick. Um, I feel humiliated and embarrassed for even laughing at some of the memes that people was putting out when he, when he slimmed down. You know, when you, when you see actors, you know, not looking like their proper selves, you, you know, you automatically think it's for a movie role. That's what we, you know, that's what we did with 50 and we thought the same thing was going to be with Chadwick Boseman. And I feel I feel humiliated. I feel I feel embarrassed. Prayers to his family, his friends, his loved ones. This one really, this one really did hurt. Um, it has been and always will be Wakanda Forever. Um, one of the top selling, one of the top grossing movies of all time. Uh, I think it's up there with Avatar, if I'm not mistaken. I know it's in the billions. Um, he will always he will always be. I know. Everybody's, you know, everybody's gonna be disappointed. There will never be another T'Challa, and and I agree. But unfortunately, Marvel has to cast another Black Panther because a Black Panther two is slated to come out. 
But um, he will always be Black Panther to me, the same way I believe fucking Robbie Downey Jr. will always be Iron Man. Tobey Maguire will always be Spider-Man. Nick Fury will... Samuel Jackson will always be Nick Fury. Hugh Jackman will always be Wolverine, and so on and so on. To me. To me. I believe in typecasting. I believe if somebody plays a role damn good... He should be that he should be that person forever. But people like to venture off and do other shit. But that's another conversation for another day. Um, but Chadwick, man, we miss you. We love you. You always be the king in our eyes, man. And this one hurt bad. He felt like I, I, I lost. Like I said, it felt like I lost a cousin or something. Man, and that shit got me. That shit got me fucked up, man. Cause you know it hit like a ton of bricks. Like it came out of nowhere in the middle of the not the middle of the night, but you know going towards midnight is when the, when I seen the news drop. I don't know the exact time, but it was um it was a blow. It was a blow to the stomach. I was just like you know oh shit you know what I'm saying oh shit, and this was something that we were least expecting. Like I said, um I'm pretty sure a mass majority of the public didn't know he was sick. Um, but he fought the good fight four years while making four years while giving us box office while giving us all the superhero box office hits, man. Four years, man. The man battled colon cancer for four years and still got up, went to work, didn't complain. Uh, true meaning of a, a true meaning of class personified black man, man. We miss you. We love you. And in my eyes, and I'm pretty sure everybody else agrees with me, there'll never be another one. Um, <clears throat> definitely rest in peace to Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman. Um, so the news yesterday, like everybody else, it was a great shock. And also, um, more importantly, we as men have to understand our mortality and have to understand that our health comes before a lot of things. Without health, you can't do anything. Without health, you can't have, you can have money, but you won't enjoy it. Uh, look at Steve Jobs. He was at the top of the world. We had everybody on Apple this and Apple that, and he was sick, and he was sickly, and he died in front of everyone's eyes. So health is wealth. I try to tell people, I try to practice what I preach, but sometimes it don't, it doesn't work in that favor. But if you could pass on a lot to somebody, <clears throat> excuse me, and they can understand where you're coming from, then it's definitely a blessing. Um, fellas, if you have a certain age, go get your colon checked, go get your prostate checked. Um, there's colonics. A lot of you, a lot of us uh, guys. Whether it's black, white, Asian, or whatever it is, they say, oh, that's that gay stuff. They're not gay. They no one's putting that in there or all that other stuff. Well, I could tell you uh, from experience, I've had two uncles that passed away at a relatively early age uh, in their 50s because they was on that same macho, machismo, uh, braggadocious uh ideology that they're not gay and you're not putting nothing up in them and they never been gay and all this other stuff so if you put your pride over your health i mean he didn't chavit um chavit bozeman did not but there's some guys out there that ignore those signs and go full throttle and rather die than you know get a colon cleanse or get put their health in front of their and everything that they do so please get checked up please check Check in with your doctor, do your annual visits, uh, get your vision checked, uh, get your 
heart checked, um, get everything checked, get your organs checked, drink your water. Um, they say eight glasses, drink, drink it, which is 64 ounces, which is probably close to the equivalent of a gallon of water. Drink it every day, especially guys that's sexually active and over sexually active. You know, you're putting out a lot and you're not putting it in. So get your bodies checked. Replenish your body. Your body is your temple. Take care of it, and it will take care of you. Um, uh, just, I guess we could do a moment of silence for him, do say? What you think? Yeah, that's cool. I don't know. that. Rest in power, King. Absolutely. Um, first, let's just get back into the proceedings. Alive and stung up a real, real quick. Um, we appreciate everyone that's tuning in and checking us out. Please, 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 if you have not already, please subscribe to the YouTube. Please subscribe to the um the i on iTunes or wherever else that you listen to the podcast. Please subscribe, like it, comment, share. Um, if you don't like what we say, let us know. If you agree with what we say, let us know. Let us know something so we can give you the best content that is that we possibly can and push this thing in the right direction. We appreciate everyone so far that's, that's giving us feedback, but we always open to feedback and we always looking to talk to people that don't live the same lifestyle as us, but look like us. So if you have within that kind of that that you fit that demographic, come on down to the Everyday Life Podcast. We have two cool dudes. We are approachable and we'll talk to you and we'll get the best out of you so you can express yourself. So please check us out. If you don't like what we say, fuck you, but you're still entitled to your opinion. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. Everyone got assholes. That's the opinion. If you don't like what I say, you can kiss my ass. There you go. But you're entitled to your opinion. And definitely. I'm still listen to what you got to say. All right. Definitely. Um, moving right along, let's get, you know, there's a, we had an eventful week this week. Um, NBA, the Milwaukee Bucks uh, did a boycott of their game five against the Orlando Magic in Orlando in the bubble uh, because they felt... Uh, their voices wasn't being heard, and they had to send a message because a young man, Jacob, was it Jacob Blake? Jacob Blake. Jacob Blake, um, 29 years old, he was shot in his back seven times by the Kenosha County Police Department. Um, allegedly, the reports were that he was breaking up a fight. He was going back to his car. The police had their guns drawn on him. They pulled on his T-shirt. He walked in, he walked to get him back in his car, and they shot him seven times in his back. One officer shot him seven times in his back, and his children were in the car. At point blank range. Point blank range. Uh, it's noted that he is paralyzed and handcuffed. Currently paralyzed and handcuffed to the hospital. Well, bed. the report came out yesterday that um once that once that little tidbit got out, they unhandcuffed him to the bed. But that's neither here nor there. That's still that's not. E- you know, yeah, right. That's irrelevant. Um, I've listening to a lot of things. Um, I'm for one. We can go. I, it's a lot of going on right now. But I would like to say that I commend and I applaud the Milwaukee Bucks and then the league. Um, following suit and canceling the rest of the games on um, Wednesday, but and then uh, some and some uh, 
Major League Baseball teams canceled their games. Some uh, tennis players decided not to play their games. Uh, same thing with soccer. Not so much with hockey, but we'll get to that at another time. Uh, when I first heard the news, I was like, okay. Um, but I also, and I, in our previous episode, I told Duce, I don't feel we should have been playing in the first place. And he said, no, we should play. We sent a statement. But the sentiment still rings, shut up and dribble. He was resisting arrest. They always want to bring up someone's past to justify why they want to take him out and or, or try to assassinate him, his character, and then assassinate him as a person. Um, when you heard the news, how did you feel about it? I was angry. Yeah. I was fucking angry because it's like, you know, we back at it again, huh? <laughs> you know, we, 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 we back at it again. I was, I was pissed, man. I really was. And then, because, you know, a lot of times videos of that caliber, I don't really like to, you know, to watch. Like I said, like I told you before, when, when the George Floyd incident happened, rest in peace to George Floyd, mm-hmm. I didn't watch it because, you know, the part that really got to me when he called out for his mother. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I couldn't really watch that entire video in its entirety, but... This one right here, I actually bumped into this. I bumped into this video by accident. Like, mm-hmm. if I would have known there's a video, certain when, when it's like I never watched Ever Gardeners, I can't breathe. Mm-hmm. Like, I seen a little bit of it, but when it comes to the like the struggle part where he's like going down for the count, yeah. I couldn't, I can't finish it. Yeah. Like, I can watch the beginning of something, but when it's like that, mm-hmm. I couldn't, I can't do it. So, um, but I was pissed, man. I was, I was definitely angry. Um, kudos to the Milwaukee Bucks. Kudos to Toronto Raptors and Boston Sussex and every team that follows suit on top of that. We just can't sit there and just say the Milwaukee Bucks, they definitely did set the tone. But kudos and shout out to all the teams that follow suit because I believe this is what it's going to be. This is what it's going to take to get to get done. I knew this wasn't going to be a long standing boycott to where the whole season is just out. Because at the end of the day, um, you know, guys, you know, there is, I mean, there's there's nothing. There's nothing. There's, I don't think there's nothing above what's going on and what we need to be conscious of. But at the same time, there are guys that actually do need the money because they take care of a lot of people and shit like that. So it's guys like, listen, I'm all for this shit. But at the same time, there are things that are bigger than money. But there are guys that need to take care of their family. So I knew that you know what I'm saying it was gonna you know what I'm saying guys were gonna boycott some games. But I didn't know. I knew it wasn't gonna be the whole thing. But I'm glad because this is the message that we wanted to send out. We can shut this shit down whenever the fuck we want to. Whenever the fuck we want to. And it's going to force them owners that's rubbing elbows with these politicians, moving and shaking, that listen, man, y'all got, y'all got, y'all got to make this right. Because if this shit happens again, <laughs> oh, you're going to be hearing from me. Mm-hmm. And some of them, you know, and some of these owners, excuse me, they want you to call them governors now. They but are what they that's are. another conversation for another time. That's, that's the- we didn't talk about it at the beginning of the season, but we definitely can have that conversation because that's definitely a conversation that could that need to be had. That's a definitely interesting topic. <laughs> um, but some of these governors, <laughs> all these, all, all these, you know, all these politicians' biggest contributors. You know what I'm saying? Some of these motherfuckers write the biggest checks. It's like, yo, listen, man. If if this year hurt, if this year hurt my body, my pocket, Lord knows what it's going to do to you. 
Yeah. And you know, we all know politics. You know, we all know the politic game is all about the money. So you know what I'm saying. So if it's, if, if if it's going, you know, if it's going to hurt me, it's going to hurt you. Right. So that's what I did. That's what I like. I like the fact that they set the they set that tone. Like we could shut this shit down whenever the fuck we want to. And I agree with Bruce Arians, the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Protesting don't do shit. Yeah, it got us some. It got us some murals in the street. It got us a couple fucking avenues named after us. Black Lives. But that shit didn't do nothing. Breonna Taylor. Breonna Taylor killers are still walking free. Walking the street. George Floyd. Um. The, first of all, didn't the only nigga that got that, that's 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 in. I, I believe that's in jail for that. Is is, is the main nigga Derek Chauvin. But the the other nigga that beat him up in the back of the car still running around out here. The other nigga that played lookout still running around out here. Protest. That protest ain't get. That protest ain't get us nothing but rubber bullets to the face. Kicked, trampled by the police, but you know, you know when they started paying attention when we started looting. I'm telling you, that action is all that that action is always going to just, justify everything else. Yeah, the people protesting, you know what I'm saying. You know, I, I'm, I'm with not all begging. That. I'm, no, with all I'm a, not begging nobody for my freedom. I'm not begging I'm nobody to it. stop beating me. I'm not you. I'm never the one to understand if you hit me. I gotta say, like, I can't hit you back. I don't understand that, especially if it's something that's unprovoked, where you being accosted, you being harassed. Like, there's so much. I wanted to touch on two things that you said that um that I think that needs to be implemented and people need to to uh they need to address. I'm not sure if it happens or if it is even possible, but it's something that needs to be explored. I feel that they need to be a more a major league. Uh, sports team credit union as to where when times is hard or whatever like this the players themselves can buy in to that bank so then you if you have a boycott if you have a strike you can then leverage whatever you have or even go get a loan for when times are hard because a lot of these dudes are fighting and saying yo they all for protesting and all this other stuff they all for boycotting but the end of the day like you said they ain't got the money like that so if you don't have the money like that like anything else that you buy into like you bought into your union you buy into certain things when you when you they're supposed to be there for that kind of thing i think major league sports teams the players need to then create some kind of financial institution for themselves as to where they can then create something and possibly if they do gather enough capital, they could probably run their own thing and do their own thing. But I think that needs to be set in place. The conversation needs to be had with all, if you're in a major sports team or or even a semi, on that semi-pro level, you need that collective economic power where then you can say, you know what, we can walk out because you know why we have a financial institution that is, that is going to back us, that is going to hold us down and, and probably provide some kind of financial assistance while we get through this. If you don't have that, we're always going to be at this impasse because it it goes it's like a back and forth thing. I want to protest, but if I protest, I ain't going to get paid. Duh, we all ain't going to get paid. When well, that's the part of protesting, it's for you to sacrifice something for the greater good. The greater good is the people that's around you. The greater good is the people that look like you and your family members. That's the greater good. And the greater good it doesn't happen right away. You don't see those effects or you don't see those resist, you don't see that outcome or that return on your investment until when your children are, are then grown and their their children are, are, are kids. It doesn't. You doesn't see it right away, so we got to get over this notion that oh, if we boycott, we gonna. I understand, but to some people, they they only thinking about themselves. They all for black power, but when it comes to that green dollar, they're more leaning towards that green dollar, and that hurts everything. 
you need fight some kind of financial institution that you create so that you can try to combat or you don't have to say, you know what, I got to go back to this and, and, and subject yourself to that kind of behavior. Because I feel, you know, it's different reports coming out, different things being said. There was like LeBron... There was first there was reports saying, oh, they the people in the NBA bubble, the basketball players were upset at the Milwaukee Bucks because they didn't consult him, consult them about boycotting. If I want to walk the fuck out, I'm gonna walk the fuck out. Why do I gotta consult you? When since when that's the problem? When, when I, I get when we talked the last time, they said LeBron said we playing. What Pat Bev? What Pat Bev said? LeBron is playing. We playing. Get the get the so. What, what come? What come? Did he consult anyone and say, "Yo, I, w- I want to pick you, 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 and bust your ass or get the ship"? Will you come down and let me bust your ass? No. Every man has has to stand on their own too and have to believe in something that they stand forward, they stand on. Because if you don't stand for something, you're gonna sit for everything, and they're gonna sit on your neck. So fuck all that. That was one of the things, and I heard some other shit about. Um, well, hold on. Don't go to your first. Don't go to that point because I want to contest what you just said. Mm-hmm. Number one, shit happens. That's why they tell you to save your money. Your financial status is financial status. You put yourself in that hole. Uh, you gotta, you gotta put yourself out, get yourself out of it. That's how they think about it. That's number one. Number two, NBA is a billion dollar corporation, which has a union. The players have a union. The referees have a union. The coaches have a union. Mm-hmm. Big corporations like that have four hundred one k plans, which you can borrow from. Now the choice is up to you if you want to go that route. We all know it's penalties and all of that, but that's a risk you got to take if you if if you need the money. So they're not. I understand what you're saying, and what you're saying does make a lot of sense. But at the same time, you're gonna have people that's that's thinking that's that's thinking when I'm saying like, well, that's not our problem. If you get paid fifteen fifteen million dollars a year, and you decide to take care of everybody, that's on you. You know, shit happens. Save your money. The Rona happened, nigga. We ain't play for however long. However long we play, um, on uh, everybody came to everybody came to agreement that players was gonna get thirty percent of their check. But LeBron and Steph got paid their whole shit. Why? I mean, you know, I guess it's because of what they mean to the league or what they mean to the franchise. I, 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 I just think it's about the, the structure but, of the contract. That's but all. I know, but C.J. McCollum made it made the point that I'm making. C.J. McCollum reiterated that point in an ESPN interview. He said, "Listen, guys want to get out here and play, not only for the love of the game, but at the same time, you got guys out here. Some of them are are, are, are in financial straits to where they're taking care of they're taking care of their families, they're taking care of their loved ones. They make the money for the family. They're the ones that's provide, you know what I'm saying? That's providing and um only receiving 30% of what you're of what you're used to getting is not gonna cut it. So these guys, they really need to play because they need the money. And you know, I that's and I know I know that particular subject probably got probably got brought up in the meetings, maybe, but you know, it's not up to it, it, it's you can't the league if if you if you out here fucking up your money or don't have the money that you're supposed to, it's not up to the league to bail you out. So, and this is why they tell you save your money because you never you never know what you never know what could happen. Nah, I I think what you what happened is you missing what I'm saying. I'm not talking about the league. I'm not talking about the league at all. I'm talking about individual basketball players, ex basketball players, so on and so forth. Creating a a credit union, you know how they got the Navy, the Navy Federal mm-hmm. Credit yeah, Union, yeah, no, no. all that other stuff. Someone had to spearhead that. That means that someone said, "Okay, just like MCU, that's for municipal credit union workers." I mean, they're for they work in the like city workers, city workers, yeah. Basically, they have a union. They have a credit union. Mm-hmm. 
Same thing with the NBA players need to create their own major league, whatever you want to call it, major league sports credit union, where you put in something just for times like this, like this. And that could also help you build your financial portfolio and also build financial wealth and literacy. I mean, well, they're probably doing that on the back end with their financial advisors. But they don't have something that's backed by all four major sports leagues. You get what I'm saying? It's something in the interest of everyone that plays sports. It doesn't have to be about how bad you are with your finances. Bad with your finances, you bad with your finances. But when it comes down to these kind of things where there's always labor relations, there's always talks and stuff, and now we get to the point where where we're willing to walk off you think them dudes ain't got something written if you walk off, you're indisposed, you're, 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 you're like, we're going to write you off? Think about it. The NBA is the is the only league that is player-friendly. Major League Baseball is not player-friendly. Major League Baseball only picks who they want to be stars, and then they get rid of you. Football is either the quarterback, running back, the, 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 the wide receiver, and one or two tackles, and that's it. But I mean, you know what I'm saying, but they favor baseball because baseball doesn't have a salary cap, so they exactly. Way, so then, get paid whatever they, you want to get, right? Paid. And then they could charge you whatever they want. That means that the owners get the hog share. Because if I'm paying you 100 million, that mean that gotta means I'm making twice as much to pay you that salary. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's it's just simple economics. What I'm saying is create something for yourself. I'm not saying don't bank with other people. I'm saying create something where it it, it can be powerful. So that when these times do come, you don't have to say, oh, you don't want to get fined, or you don't want to do this, you don't want to do that, or you're going to miss a paycheck. If you invest enough, you go to your thing, your credit union, and they can walk you through some things. First of all, if these dudes is paying all this other stuff, and then they trying to live extravagant or beyond their means or beyond their playing career, that's a problem. If I, my, yeah, my, but that's that's a whole nother. That's a whole that's on them. You that's know what a saying? whole other topic. Getting but, into financial, right? You um, know. two things. Well, another thing. I'm gonna ask you. It's a question, and then it's, and also, it's also a statement. Um, I was listening to ESPN yesterday, and I caught wind of uh, what was his name, Rosenberg, mm-hmm. and he was taking a call from a guy, and people, the guy was saying, um. That Jacob Blake was was in the wrong because, and these are you know these are white guys yeah, yeah. placing calling in saying that what's the big deal? Mm-hmm. You know he is alleged uh, he had a warrant out for his arrest. He's a sexual predator dealing with a sexual girl or whatever uh, a minor or fourteen year old girl. So. I don't, remember, out- I don't remember seeing that on his rap sheet. I remember seeing the domestic. But, I mean, none of this matters. I'm none just saying. None of it matters if you when shoot they, a man they, in the back. Because, you know, usually when, up, a, right. when a guy dies, they release. Right. And they're pulling you know. up everything and anything to come at this man. And I'm like, yo, why, why? It got to the point where it's more than two words we're living in. It's like it's your world. And if you white, you right. And if it's the black world, you living in fear. And you could, you could do everything. Everybody thing is, oh. If he comply, he wouldn't have got shot. If he comply, he wouldn't have died. There's mother, I seen they got videos out there where people are actually complying. Hands up on the ground. The guy comes with excessive force. They got a guy that they told him to put his hands behind, put his hands on his head. Another sheriff then comes around and drop kicks him. Yeah, so that takes video. the girl out the car and so assaults her. Well, I didn't see no girl. I seen when the girl that was she was recording. Homeboy, oh, homeboy had his hands on his head and he got kicked in the back. And when he turned around and be like, "What the fuck?" That's when he got put in the headlock. I right. Saw that video today. I also saw another video that Plaz pulled up today. 
Yeah, oh, that with the white guy, guy that got tased. Yeah, and got. Did he get? In, wait, did he, did he, he got, get in the cop car? No, he got into his car. Oh, so his car was behind. I thought his yeah. car was in the front, and the cop car was in the back. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this nigga had a lot of balls. But yeah, I seen him like give the give the cop the shoulder, Man. shoulder tackle, and go in his car. I think what, what, did he get tased and it, like and infuriated him yeah. and he ran toward charge yeah, towards the police, something like that. Listen, it's so much of 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 uh, double standards when it comes to. A black man's life and a white man's life, and these white guys saying, "Oh, they they got Brian Urlacher talking about." Yeah, uh, he's a piece of shit. He, he's a piece of he's shit. A, right he's a he's 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 full of it. He definitely um, lost all respect from a lot a lot of people, probably primarily Bears fans. I'm trying to tell y'all, man. I don't hold none of these do. I don't know you. Like Charles Barkley said, I'm not a role model because I fucking put a ball in a hoop. What? Am I being a role model for? It's a recreational sport. The guy then says, I'm going to pull up what Brian Urlacher says because I think it was so disrespectful, so outlandish, outrageous that he's he is, like you said, a piece of shit. He has no conscience. He has no fortitude. These guys be on some shit, boy. And I don't understand how you could work around people and... and he, you just be so callous. It's like you working with these guys, but they don't see that. Yeah. I, I was talking to somebody the other day, and they telling me, "Listen, white boys have learned to shoot at a young age. They learn to hunt at a young age. They learn to play with guns at a young age. So if you got somebody killing deers, uh, hunting, shooting ducks, and all this other stuff, mm-hmm. they're desensitized." Um, it's desensitized. Mm. So killing, killing doesn't really affect them mm-hmm. because what happens is when you when you do all that shit, mm-hmm. you don't feel no remorse. You don't have no no empathy in you because to you it's just another kill. It's another dare. Mm. That 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 death part is taken out of you. That death strand is gone. Like you don't see death. Mm. You just see that you're putting something down. That's why that piece of shit boy. Kirk, whatever his name, went to um, Milwaukee and shot all those, then shot those those three people with that fucking AR-15. Oh, you just about the, the one that just did it? Yeah. Oh, the one that came with the with the with the, oh, Wisconsin. And oh, he his his dream. Cal uh, Cal Wittenhouse. Right, and his dream was to be a fucking um cop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that shit, that shit right there. That shit, I don't understand how. And then on top of that, Jacob Blake gets shot seven times in the back. Um, by the grace of God, he lives, and God willing, that this par- that that this paralysis is temporary, and one day he'll be able to walk again. Kyle Wittenhouse drives from Illinois to Wisconsin. Now, Raj, it ain't gonna make sense, but hopefully you you can make it make sense. This mm. man walks up to the police with an AR-15, you know, on his shoulder. Uh, talk whatever he said. Well, you know, nobody knows. Said whatever the fuck he said to them. They don't ask him for no ID. They don't ask him. Does he even have a license to carry the firearm that's currently wrapped around his shoulder? They didn't go. They didn't proceed to give him a bottle of water. He goes about his business. He pick. He um. He lifts the AR. Uh, he lifts the gun up. He uh, proceeds to shoot one person in the head. He proceeds to shoot another person in the bicep. Damn near ripped his whole arm off. And I, think I think he lost his arm. Yeah, and he shot somebody else in the chest. After that, 
gets walks walks through the police that doesn't happen boogies gets up out of there everybody's um and then on top of that because i don't want to skip this part the sheriff of the kenosha police department goes on to get up on that podium and and, and says if the people that 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 were victims of the shooting would have been in the house during the curfew this would not have happened he also goes to say that the young man piece of shit kyle wittenhouse was responding to some whatever issues that were taking place outside they then go to to release jacob blake's rap sheet because you know this is what they do. They don't, they, don't, they, they don't have no other picture but the picture of you throwing up the gang sign or the picture of your rap sheet or the picture. You know you know the pictures they release of you when, when, when you're the victim. So victim Jacob Blake, the picture that the press or the police department releases is his mugshot along with the rap sheet, I guess, to prove what type of thug they believe him to be. Then they release a picture of Kyle Wittenhouse. The picture of Kyle Wittenhouse is basically him along with some other white kids wiping graffiti off the walls. Now, it looked like to me, it looked like community service because he looks like a little bastard that's always in trouble. I don't think he was just doing that out the kindness of his heart. You know, it looked like that was some community service type shit. But still in all, the picture that got released for Kyle Wittenhouse was a picture of him wiping graffiti off the walls. This is the shit that infuriates me. We are living in a world where white, where, where white men are being arrested, subdued, apprehended, and black men are being shot down and killed in cold blood. And this is why we're taking action. Whereas there are times I think sometimes, man, I'm only alive because I wear glasses and mm. I don't pose a threat. When I see police and I got my glasses on, I start bopping sometimes, walking like a nerd because I want to. Be this segment is brought to you by Black Crown Life Clothing. Want to make a statement with your outfit? Want to turn some heads and still look good? Then look no further. Visit BlackCrownLife.com. You can shop from three brands under one site. That's Black Crown Life Clothing, Rich Poppy Collection, and Black Butter Boutique. They carry a wide range of great quality street and casual wear that will suit your fashion sense and lifestyle. From t-shirts, hoodies, crewnecks, joggers, hats, ladies swimwear, bikini, and more. Don't forget to shop today at blackcrownlyfe.com. Be portrayed as somebody that doesn't pose a threat. But I think these glasses a lot of times save me because I've been followed by police before. I've, you know what I'm saying? I've recognized, you know, truck numbers. I know fucking this police car, 273 has been fucking, it's been fucking following me, want to see where the fuck I'm going. Mm. But that's when I start my blink man shit. I start bopping up and down, you know what I'm saying? Look, you know what I'm saying? Looking like a, looking like a punk because if that's what it's going to take for me to get home, that's what I'm going to do. There's times, I never told you this, Red, but you and my brother, you guys drive one and the same. There are times I'm, I really, I'm really afraid to get in the car with y'all because some, I be thinking, man, if we get pulled over, we going to die. <laughs> Straight like that. It ain't no in between. It ain't no have a nice day. It ain't none of that shit. You two got, you guys drive exactly the same. And I know if we would ever get pulled over, we dead. 
And I told that shit to my brother one time. I said, I don't want to get in a car with you. Why? Because if we get pulled over, we dead. Straight like, I told him straight like that. And you know, he'll probably have told me the same thing you told me. Don't worry about it. Ain't nobody going to do nothing. You know, that, you know that's, our favorite, that's our favorite thing to say as black people. Ain't nobody going to do nothing. How do we drive? Too fast? You, you, you guys drive... You, you, I drive like I'm in a fucking action movie. <laughs> y'all niggas like weaving through shit and want niggas to move out the way because you coming down the block and all that shit. So, you know what I'm saying? You guys, like, you know what I'm saying? When it comes to getting a car with y'all, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of times when I'm before I get in your car, when you're unlocking the door, I'll take a deep breath because I know there's a possibility we might get pulled over and I know it's a possibility we might not make it out that situation if we do get pulled over. Mm. So, yeah, man, I do, you know what I'm saying? And I've been, I know... You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to wish death away from you. Mm-hmm. But I've been thinking about death a lot. Especially when it comes to when, when whenever a black man gets shot down in the street, yeah. I always do that, what if that were me? Always mm-hmm. do that. And then I always play the entire scenario on my head and how everybody in my family will react, and I start crying. Mm. Not a big crowd, but you know, my eyes definitely do get watery, but I start crying. I really do, because at any given moment in time, that could be one of us. That could be one of us, man. And they always tell you, yeah, comply. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, I, I heard I heard the young lady on ESPN say yesterday, she was telling a story about her um about her little brother, how Pops was an FBI agent for 27 years. Um, Her little brother, you know, he driving down D.C., get pulled over. You know what I'm saying? He complies. He don't do the I know my rights and I ain't got to do this. He don't do none of that shit. They asked him to pop the trunk, he popped the trunk. They claim they see stems in the car. And they take him, you know, they take him to jail. Call the pops. She said, thank God my father was off. Because he could have been off on the case and couldn't have the, you know, have the time to mm-hmm. come down there. But he was off. He was home. Went down there. They tried to explain it to him. Listen, she said, father just like this. Listen, I'm a, I've been an FBI agent for 27 years, man. You know what I'm saying? What is it? You know what I'm saying? What did my son do? What is he being charged with? And then, you know, the cop, she said the cops goes, damn, why he didn't just tell? Why didn't he just tell us he was the son of an FBI agent? And they let him go. But she also goes on to say... What if my dad wasn't a cop? My brother would have a rap sheet right now. Mm-hmm. What if my dad, you know, didn't just so happen to be off? You know, what what about the kids that are not fortunate enough, you know what I'm saying, to be in those type of situations to where their, you know what I'm saying, their parents or relative is in law enforcement or mm-hmm. a higher up somewhere where you can, you know what I'm saying, you can make things happen in the blink of an eye. Right. You know, and and you know what I'm saying, and those are the things that those are the things that piss me off. Yeah, those I are the things that, that 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 really do piss me off, man. And the way they portray us once we're dead as some type of thugs or when or being or after our autopsies they you know put us under the you know portray us as being under the influence or whatever the or whatever the case may be by saying what they what did they say about Trayvon Martin that he had a uh, marijuana mm-hmm. either he had marijuana on him or he was smoking whatever it is you know what I'm saying but. I just hate the way that we're portrayed in that in in that light, just as much as everybody does. I just, but I just, I hate, I just that that shit, that shit troubles me. They had the fucking nerve to put Cal Wittenhouse on the fucking TV, on social media, and the picture of the press release was him wiping graffiti off the walls like he's some type of some type of fucking great citizen. Well, this is how this is my take on it. You got to understand what you're up against, and then you got to understand what's your moves to, 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 to 
put you in that kind of light. Um, the media is controlled by people that don't like us. Therefore, their platform, their rules, their propaganda, their agenda. We feed into it, like you said, you don't want to watch certain people get killed and all that other stuff. But you know what we do? We somehow, I don't know what it is and how, I don't know how to, to, to jump over this hurdle without tripping. Because you say, okay, you heard this person got shot. Okay, cool. Seven shots. The, the story itself of hearing someone get shot seven times doesn't evoke enough emotion for you. You know what evokes enough emotion for you in outrage? You seeing it. Why does you seeing something have to evoke so much rage in you? And then the crazy thing about it is it gets plastered on all these platforms and then it starts to feel like it's normalizing it. Like it's a like it's an action movie or it's some kind of movie that that you're watching. And it's people's real lives. People, real families are being affected. These deaths just don't stop there. It trickles down to your loved ones. It trickles down to your friends. It trickles down to people that don't know you. Because you know what happens? Mm -hmm. Just like how you have thoughts of death and all this other stuff. I today had a thought. This morning I had a dream about death. And I was like, sometimes I don't, like you said, when you're driving, when I'm driving the car and stuff. Just like how you take a deep breath when you get in my car, Mm -hmm. I say my prayer every time I get in my car. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So we both understand the severity of being black and driving. We both understand the severity of driving a certain car puts you in a certain light and people, it's jealousy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it, it hurts and it's bad. Like that whole Kyle thing, like for every rebuttal that they got Kyle painting the walls, I seen a meme today that says, yo... Ted Bundy was paint washing dishes. Mm-hmm. Just that don't negate the fact that you're a killer. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, Scott, like, but killers they, are like. They tried to paint him out to be a good fucking kid. You can't paint. Listen, the man had all intentions of growing up to be a cop. Growing up to be a cop to do what? Assault black boys and girls. Probably rape girls. They fought. Listen, these cops don't give a fuck. They have a one track mind. They're so indoctrinated in racism and bigotry and systematic oppression. They just want to invoke pain on people. They don't have no heart. They've been desensitized since they were young. Mm-hmm. So you cannot reason with a jackass. You can't reason with an asshole. At all. You can't do it. When a dog is rabid and running around, do you say sit boo-boo? Or do you go get that gun and drop his ass? <laughs> or do you go get and euthanize his ass? You cannot talk to people as if they're on the same level as you or try to educate somebody that don't want to listen. It's all good. You know what a fucking AR-15 does to your body? It ripped a man's arm off his body. That means that when you get shot, that's it. Who in a fucking reasonable, sane mind would create a fucking weapon that would drop you as soon as it... as as on impact, the bullets are the size of a motherfucking, like, just take, your, just take your index finger and your thumb and separate it. And as far as it could go, that's probably how big the bullets are. Or The, the bullets are what, three, four inches? Three inches, maybe? Mm-hmm. Those are big fucking bu- A gun with that much pressure, that much force. The person, listen, the guy that he shot first, didn't even know he was dead. 
I seen a video where a guy had to pull the AR-15. They took the dude in the, like, like in the jungle or some shit. The guy begged for his life. You know what that AR-15 did? What? Bust his head open like it was a motherfucking watermelon. Mm. Literally. And you, you, it split his head when you seen his whole head explode. AR-15s. They had the guy in Las Vegas that was shooting people with the AR-15 or from that distance and people died. You shooting people at point blank range. That means what is the probability of you living? It's slim to fucking none. And for you to walk to the, towards the police with your hands up, like, yo, everything is all right, I'm retreating, that means your mother has done a job well done. She raised a piece of shit. She raised a pig for a son. She raised a motherfucking bastard. She raised the 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 bottom of of whatever he is. He's not a human being. He's not a human being. Same thing for Brian Erlacher. He ain't shit. A lot of these dudes ain't shit. You gotta see these dudes and call them out. Whoever opposes your happiness or speaks against your happiness is not for you. If they don't see that you are being oppressed and you are being hurt, then they are not for you. If a person stands by while you're getting assaulted, they don't feel your pain. If someone could pull out their phone and watch you get beat up or beg for your life, they are as bad as the person that's assaulting you. We can't. We gotta change our way of thinking. We gotta come up with some. We have to strategize without putting it on a public platform. But everyone knows how, how we strategize. Mm. Getting back to Brian, piece of shit, Erlacher. Mm. He puts out a tweet. On my fact, it was an Instagram post. Brett Favre played Monday Night Football game the day his dad died. Threw four touchdowns in the first half, and it was a legend for playing in the face of adversity. NBA players boycott the players because a boycott the playoffs because a dude reaching for a knife, wanted on a felony sexual assault warrant, was shot by police. How condescending! How whitewashing! You you are just on a roll. You pick apart what you want to hear, and then that's what you run with. Mm -hmm. If these white cops was attacking these white guys, busting their fucking heads open, shooting their asses, raping, maiming, killing, would the sentiments be the same? Mm. <laughs> you see, people think it's a white versus black thing. It's a cop thing. It's those that are empowered that do not want to relinquish it and want to abuse it. That's what the problem we have. We don't hold, they don't, they don't follow our constitution. They don't follow the same laws under the constitution. So therefore, they, wouldn't, they always will see themselves being above you. I got cops that say, you know what, I work, I'm, a, I'm an adult daycare uh, worker. How the fuck you, can you say that? You forget you got a mother. You forget you got a father. You forget you came from somewhere and you got somebody that you love. So whatever you putting out on, on the people that you supposed to protect and serve, someone can do it to yours. Another cop can do it to yours. And you know what you're going to say? 
Oh, well, I wouldn't have shot him if he showed me his your PBA card. I didn't yeah. know he was the wife of a cop. <laughs> I didn't know he, he was the son of a cop. Fuck up here, man. Fuck up out of here with that bullshit. I do want to um, give a shout out to Kenny Smith. Yes. Yes. Big give shout a shout out. out to Kenny Smith. Big Kenny shout out Jet to Kenny Smith. the Jet. Kenny the Jet Smith. He definitely took a stand. Um, I didn't see it live, but I seen that clip. I know Steve, um, Ernie Johnson went to Shaq. I don't know if Shaq spoke or Ch- or Charles spoke, but I do want to give a big uh, shout out for Kenny Smith for standing in solidarity with the players, for standing in solidarity when it was time, and to do it on a platform where everyone sees that you're not just there for a corporate check. You're there for a greater cause. So... I applaud him. Um, there was a march yesterday where people walked 750 miles to the, the White March, House. The March on Washington. Yes, the March, indeed. Yes. And I think it was around the same time as Emmett Till's birthday, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it was also um, the same time. It was at the Washington Monument. Monument, yes. At the same time that Dr. King also had his, um, he made a speech also. Mm-hmm. So everything comes had it on the same day. Mm-hmm. Um, I seen... Another picture was saying, you know, same thing that happened in 1963. is the same thing we marching for in 2020. Nothing has changed. And it's absolutely right. What is going to change? Don't paint no fucking sidewalk for me. Don't rename no street for me. I want real change. I want real change on the motherfucking books. Put it on the books. Put it in black and white. Retract some laws. Repel some laws. Give reparation to people. And then let's talk. There's people that think reparations is for, 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 for the people that got oppressed. Reparations for the people that are losing business because they are freeing you. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. A lot of these Caribbean countries, they you've seen it when we went to Bahamas. I said something ain't right here. Why this place getting why this place charges double tax? They got a US customs office on in the country. You go through customs in Bahamas to get back to America, and you don't have to go through no more customs. I said, for people to set up this much, that much stake in your place, you got to pay the, the British that you was once ruled by, and you still paying American taxes. That's, mm. too, that's a lot. But, you know, definitely, uh, I want to touch on something also that I've seen um, I know this. You're gonna like this one. Joe Buttons and his deal with Spotify. He's actually going through. He's he's showing his disappointment in the deal with Spotify because they're saying that the traffic that he brings in, he doesn't get the the notoriety or the his his just due from what he's doing on that platform, and he's having a problem with them. I know you're an avid uh, Joe Button listener. What is your take on the whole situation? Well, from when I when I heard it, it was just that he basically what he was saying is I guess Spotify didn't value or does not value his podcast the way the way the way it should be. You know, I mean, um, I mean, of course he knows that you know. Guys like Joe Rogan, 
you know guys, you know guys that got the big deals like Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. or they're like you know they're the, they're the upper, upper echelon, yeah, upper upper echelon. echelon. Yes, but you know he has the he has the he has the intelligence and the foresight to know he you know what I'm saying when a when a, when a deal when a, you know when a, when a deal is not right when you right. know you when you, you know what I'm saying basically in the parting game now which is not is which is not dying out no time soon is is actually just getting started it's all about knowing your worth right when you um when you when you sign exclusively to a company and then you go and then people start all of a sudden to subscribing to that company all of a sudden not even just not only subscribing but using the code you gave them to get the free 60 days or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be there's that's not, not that's not a coincidence that's not a coincidence you you know what I'm saying you you now have a product that you know that people that people will like that people will like because you have on that product you have something they want and um basically he was just he was just talking about how you know when it came time when it came time for the numbers yeah. They ain't really want, you know what I'm saying? They ain't really want to show the numbers. They was trying they was trying to give him the nigga deal. Like, you know, they ain't want to show him what, you know what I'm saying, what, what really was going on. Right. But um, yeah, that shit with that, that shit with Joe, man. I, I think Spotify, I think Spotify is taking a tremendous L. A tremendous L. Although they did gain podcasts like Joe Rogan, Bill Simmons, and Michelle Obama. So I guess they feel in their eyes they're gonna be all right. <laughs> I I didn't know Bill Simmons owns a uh, entertainment company. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, man. Yeah, he, uh, Bill, Bill Simmons set himself up for. Yeah, was it the runner? The, I, I think it is. Yeah, something like the that. Runner. Some some something. something so is he still on ABC or? Oh no no no, he been got fired. He got, oh, he got fired. That's but that's when his when Bill Simmons because I remember he was he was saying controversial things. Or you know just things. Yeah, he was basically I, I will I would name him as controversial, and then that's when they started they started going off that um don't get fired, Bill. That was like his his, his thing. thing. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't say nothing that's gonna get you fired, Bill. Right. But you know what I'm saying? Well, I, I believe he got fired. Oh, he could have left, but I mm. think he got uh I think he got let go, and then that's when that's when the bag came. Right. Because it's like okay. You, right. you know what I'm saying? Whatever they don't want you to say here, right. you, you can say here. And that's right. when HBO gave him real time with Bill Simmons, okay. which was a great show. A great show. All right. But, and, you know, and now, you know, that I don't know if he's still doing that, but I know his new venture is the podcast the, you know, okay. exclusively on, on Spotify. I got a, a quote, and if they hold this sentiment for art musicians, you know it was only coming as a matter of time before they hold the same sentiment for podcasters. It says here, I'm... Um, it's a quote that Danny Elk, Spotify CEO to artists, you cannot read music, you cannot record music once every three to four years and think that's going to be enough. The secret of success is not higher Spotify payout rates, but more output from musicians. So basically, in a nutshell, he wants to create a machine as to where you're cranking out music all the time and you're oversaturating the market. This, listen to him talk like this. I feel that he does not probably understand the artist, the process of being an artist. You know, mm-hmm. there's some artists that only record once every decade. There's some artists that only that record, you know, when the stars and the moons align align properly. So you can't force someone to be creative. It's not force. It's not like. Um, Telling someone, oh, I need you to cook, uh, speed up the production of your cooking, or like I need ten, I need you to sell ten burgers every hour and stuff. Like it doesn't work like that. 
it's a process to being a musician. It's a process to finding that art, finding that creativity, finding that right groove to make that kind of music. So I don't think he respects anyone, and he's just looking at it from a standpoint of he wants to continue paying people what they what the standing the status quo is, but give me more, give me more, give me more. And it doesn't work like that. Joe, even Joe Button said he sacrificed certain things where they told him um, he can't record. He can't take time off on holidays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They told him, yeah. They, the holidays, you know? he was recording twice a week. Right. And I asked you that. I said, yo, this man doing a lot. And the podcasters are not um, short podcasts. These are three yeah, hours a day. Yeah, right. Damn, and yeah, I, two and a half, two, two, two and a half to And I always podcast. tell you, I said, yo, for him to have that kind of show, when they're doing multi-angles, three cameras, and all that editing, that's a lot of work. Yeah, but them, but what it is is what I see now. The streamer company is trying to hold the is, is trying to hold is trying to put the podcast game in the same boat they put the music game. Yes, like you're not gonna tell us further. It's it's almost like when they told when 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 they came up with the shit that fifteen hundred streams is one record sale. Yes, and we still trying to find out who the fuck put that right. rule in place. Right, that's what Jada said. They still ain't yeah. Who, right. Who, who the, the fuck is that? Who, who <laughs> where's the, who do we ask, man? Who do we ask? Right. Who the fuck is they? Who made this number up? Right. There, there's nobody to talk to. It's just 1,500 is one record sale and that's it. No. No. Podcasting is all new ground, which means there's all new rules. And You're not going to put us to the same standard you would put, um, you know what I'm saying, a, a, a record. And You're that's not going to do that. And that's why I told you before I got into the game, I didn't understand how to even navigate. I knew about podcasting. I understood what podcasting was about. But you know what they did to deter a lot of people from even getting into the podcast game? You'd be like, yo, so it's like a radio show. No, it's not like a radio show. So it's like a talk show. No, it's not talk radio. So then what is a podcast then? You know what I'm saying? They did so much to deter you from even getting into that lane that now you can't stop people. And what happens is once you go corporate, that's the problem. Joe Rogan can sign all he wants to. Once you sign, you're taking out the equation of having an opinion. Because you don't no longer have an opinion. You just teetering along the lines of, of what someone else says is tolerable or acceptable. But that's what people think the problem with podcasts is going is going to come out to be. Well, when, that's, what is gonna, not, that's what it's going to be. Podcasting is not radio because we're not censored by the FCC. We can say what the fuck we want to say when the fuck we want to say it. Right. Number two, podcasting, everybody think the death of podcasts is going to be somebody... Yes. Doing an interview or, you know, yes. doing a regular show, uh-huh. talking shit about somebody, yeah. somebody hearing it, right. running up, right. and the shit being the issue. The same way it would be in Hot 97 when, you know, rappers used to come, you know, right. rappers talk about press, another rapper, press. and you know what I'm saying? Nah. But that's what it be. And then they're going to start putting the muzzle on certain podcasts because it's going to get to the point where you can't talk about nobody. Nah, I don't see it. I, I, I don't see that being a problem. What I see is the structure, the monetary structure of it being a problem. That's what I see. And the more you can create something and own everything, you don't have to, to succumb to someone's dollar. That's why I said no man can tell me who to vote for, who to talk to, if they don't make their own money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's why the whole NBA thing, to me, it was like, oh, we're going to go back to work. Yeah, you got no choice because you don't have a... You, who are you going to upset? You're going to upset Nike? Nike could tell you publicly they stand behind you, but guess what? Nike hedged their bets. Just like with, Ka- with Kaepernick. Nike was behind Kaepernick and Nike was still cutting deals with the NFL. Mm-hmm. You're hedging your fucking bets. So you playing, you, 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 you ain't really losing nothing. All you're doing is if, if, if Kaepernick comes out on top, you look good in the public eye. If he don't, you still getting no sponsorship deals from, from the NFL. 
You still making money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't So it's it's like all you're doing is is, it's a show. It's a smoke and mirror show all day. And if you could stay independent as long as you can and get uh, mid-major companies, semi-major companies, or even survive off of that kind of advertising, then you don't need them. Do you think... I'm not going to say podcasts are going to get harder, but do you think, you know, signing to a company, you know, getting a bag, which is what we all aspire to do. Right. All money ain't good money, but you know what I'm saying? Right. We'll, you'll cross that bridge when you get to it. Right. Do you think podcasting being, and I believe it will get to a higher demand, do you think these companies are going to start wanting like a hell of a lot from you? Because of the money that yes. they gave you, which yes. will lead to yes. because conflicts yes. between you know yes. you and the consumer. Yes, heavy is the head that wears the crown, and too much to 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 too much is given, much needs to be returned. And I believe that let's for instance, I correct me if I'm wrong. I got a plan, and mm-hmm. if I see it play out, then you know they probably heard it from here. All it's gonna take, do say right, and hear me out. Mm. Is one channel just create talk radio, create a podcast channel, and you come to this channel, you pick out your slot, and you run your slot, and we run it like if we run in a TV station. That's what it's gonna come down to. Just like the radio, he's gonna run it just like that. Where you set up channels, mm. and you just okay, check us out at eight o'clock. Check this show out at nine o'clock. The same way they got the lineup for the TV show, where you know from from four to ten is is the news, and then from ten to twelve or ten to two yeah, yeah, is yeah. Maury and Jerry, and then from two to ten or whatever. Yeah, basically it's, like a network. Right, you, you they're gonna set up a network. That network shit is coming to podcasting, and what's gonna make it so unique is that you're gonna have the visual, and you're also gonna have mm-hmm. the audio. But the visual is a whole different bag because they, they are they're gonna they are going to be companies that gonna that's gonna offer you. One bag right. for both. Right. You got to be smart enough. But that's the problem. The thing is, with that, I think somebody is going to want to own everything all right. Right? Mm. And they're not going to... What's going to happen is they're going to make it so enticing that they're not going to let you do one without the other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're gonna need the, you're gonna need the audio because people like to watch it. But that, but right. that's why Joe Bun is smart. He only signed a deal for audio only. His videos on YouTube. I believe he just might get the bag from YouTube. Here's what I'm saying. Well, he doesn't need. Joe Buttons is big enough now. He has the, he does the cash app thing. I don't know if the cash app. Oh, thing he's about the pull up. Right. I don't know if yeah, the, he has pull up. State of the culture. Right. And, where did and, the pull up come from? Though? What? Oh damn! I know don't, it came from. Give, ca- I know cash app sponsored it, yeah. but who actually owns it? That I don't know. It could be Revolt. I, I don't know. It could be. Okay. Because you know he does be, have a deal with Revolt, right? Yes. He, yeah, yes, All right. he does. Now, case in point, I like Drink Champs. Uh that's another. But they they all their 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 visual is on title. But the I visuals think, on title? Yeah, they did. Or audio is on title? No, no, both. Both is on title. Yes. So title has, I guess, believe the rights to both of those. And then, no, because uh, Puffy got the revolt with them. He got a three way deal. He okay. got Puffy as yeah. a. But I know his, their videos, if you go to podcast yeah. on, 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 on title, title, yes, okay. it, it is there. Because Puff got something to do with it, Nas got something to do with it, and Jay got something to do with it, with the whole Drink Champs situation. Yeah, okay. So you got to stay. Um, Moving, stay ahead of the curve, and you gotta create that material. And I applaud Joe for talking about it, but it seems like Joe is never gonna find the right 
thing. I think he will. I think he will. I think he, he knows but he had a problem with um complex, right? Yeah, yeah. But that was a whole another different. That was a whole another different uh, different ball game. I right. don't think he even got along with the with the higher ups up uh, over there. Well, that's led the, to that. He well, he didn't like. Um, well, basically, they didn't see eye to eye. He didn't, you know, he didn't like the moves that they made. He didn't like, you know. But think about it. If I'm paying how you, how they for, did business, put it like. If I'm paying you, right? You know, mm-hmm. we got a certain front. Mm-hmm. Like if he pays you for something, what he's gonna want you to mm-hmm. bend over for that price and go under the, the, the mm-hmm. like. And that's what these guys are doing when they give you that money. And guys are realizing it. Like Joe Bunn said, I come from music. Right. I come from 18 years of being jerked. You're not going to come in this whole other different realm, which is podcasting, and try to give me this nigga deal. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't come from a world of being jerked, my right. nigga. You because know what I'm, I'm telling you, somebody, they're going to want to own his own, they're going to want to own his masters. You know what I'm saying? They're going to want to own his work and own his masters. And that's where this shit going to get thick. Mm-hmm. Um. So hopefully he'll work it out, and you know he'll, he'll. I think he can set a precedent. If Joe Rogan set a precedent, but you gotta understand, once Joe Rogan signed that deal, I said Joe Rogan doesn't have a voice anymore. Joe Rogan's opinion is no longer Joe Rogan's opinion. So think so? Nah, it's no longer his opinion. Do you think they gonna put a muzzle on him? No, you don't put a muzzle on people. What you do is, if this person has this certain kind of point of view. Mm-hmm. Then they align with you. They can say as much as they want if they don't cross that line. Mm-hmm. Like Nick Cannon could have said whatever he wanted to say. Once the Cannon started talking about the Jews, what happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's what it is. You could say whatever you want to say. You could talk about the blacks. You could talk about everything else. But I'm as a Jew man, I cannot pay you money to talk about me. And when I say me, anything related to, J- to Judaism is me. Anything related to that. Certain religion or or, or uh, sex, creed, color, it ha- it's me. So I can't let that happen. And so be it. But I think the future of podcasting is very bright. And I definitely would like to be part of that world for a very long time. I, I agree. I definitely agree with you. Um, I enjoy what I do. I enjoy speaking um, and talking. And I enjoy... Uh, interacting with, with and meeting new people and getting their point of view on certain things. I'm always here to talk about it, you know? We got it. We here. Mm. So let's get it happening. Um, any ever, Anything else interesting going on with you, though? Going on with me? Yeah. Anything, like, coming up that you got to talk about? Yeah. Or? Don't, you, don't you hate when you don't got a bitch number? Excuse me. Respect the women. <laughs> Respect the women. Don't you hate when the chick hits you up, right? And you don't have a number, and she just start talking. Hey, blah, 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 and you go, "Who this?" Why do chicks get so mad when when? Why do women get so mad when you say, "Who this?" Like I don't have the number. New number. Who this? But now, but but now New you're forced. Man, but, now, this? but now you're forced to make up. Now you're forced to make up all these lies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's uh-huh. why you just can't say who who is this. But you know they want to give you that mad mother. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have the number. I know I did have it at one point, yeah, mm-hmm. but I don't have it in my phone. Why I don't know? If you tell me who you are, it could be a reason why I don't got. Well, it's a reason why I don't got the shit. But I just hate that. Why do chicks just automatically like just just one just when you say who this, they just just go egg you. Never mind. <laughs> right. You don't know. I don't know. Yo, that shit was crazy. I had to. I had to ask you that one time. You ever been through that? Yeah. yeah what you gonna do? You, you know. can't do much or nothing. Yo, this shit crazy. Yo, this fucking girl, man. 
Uh-huh. Just text me out of nowhere. They always text you when they want something, and then you say who this is. Oh, never mind. Don't worry about it. Oh, cool. Fuck you. Then. I got a question for you. Um, I want to ask you. And I've been seeing it around lately, going on my IG feeds and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, is Tulum the new Miami? Tulum is where you eat the ass, baby. <laughs> Tulum is the new ass eating station. Oh, uh, okay. Tulum, no, I'm not gonna say it's the. Uh, no, I'm not gonna say it's the new Miami. What's I, going on in Tulum that more, got people Tulum is going class, out their mind? Tulum is more class personified than Miami. Tulum, I think Tulum is just in a corner of the world. One well, in the corner of Mexico, excuse me, you got to start pronunciating people's um, countries correctly because uh-huh. the locals or people from that country they get mad. Uh-huh. You do that shit. It's Mexico. 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 The X is silent. Yeah. That, Mexico. Okay. So it's it's, it's in the corner of Mexico mm-hmm. where you can just where you, where you can just get low and eat ass behind the rock, man. I mean, you know, it's okay. pretty much what it is. All right. I mean, I don't know why Tulum all of a sudden became a hot spot. Yeah. I thought Cabo was always going to be the hot spot to me. It was like. Cancun is where you go party. That's the party scene. That's right. where all the clubs are, whatever, whatever the case may be. It's almost like Florida. You know Miami's where you party at. You know Fort Lauderdale is over. Is you could do this, and then Tampa you could you do this, and mm-hmm. Jacksonville. So I always thought Tulum was like more to get low, mm-hmm. and Cancun was the party. But mm-hmm. the hot spot, I always thought the hot spot was, was Cabo. Cabo. Yes, uh-huh. but everybody talking about Tulum. First of all. I've never been to Tulum, but any woman that going wants to go to Tulum and get their ass ate, I'm definitely with it. But Tulum looks like it's just it ain't nothing there. Tulum don't look like it got no store. You know, like, where's the hotel? Like I've never, like, I, I really I don't have know. to take a tour. I, I, I have to go on Google Maps or some shit. I have to go somewhere and take a tour of Tulum because every time. Well, maybe people that just going to the tourist attractions, the pyramids, and yeah. you know the shit Maya like that. Romans, but no, yeah. I never seen nobody take a picture on a balcony of a hotel in Tulum. Never. I think they got certain kind of re, um, certain kind of resorts. So how the resorts are set up that they might be like low level, one or two levels, mm. and then it's like I guess you could call it real exotic or like I don't know, like bungalows or some shit like that. But every mm. every every time I refresh my feed on Instagram. Is Tulum this, Tulum that, Bay this, Bay that, Tulum, or Girls Trip yeah. Tulum. I see some shit said, Shorty was like, yo, we should go somewhere. <laughs> and then she, Shorty was like, word, let's go. Send me the flight confirmation. She was like, don't you love it when you got spontaneous friends? We out. Tulum, Mexico. Yo, your girl said she's going to Girls Trip to Tulum. <laughs> focus on yourself, Ken. <laughs> she for the streets. Go focus on yourself, King. <laughs> Because the side nigga done paid for all that shit. Tulum ain't no joke, fellas. And she's going out there sucking mad Listen, dick. From what I heard, Tulum, you know how you ask somebody, yo, how was Tulum? That's all right. That means it's you and that person that you picked. Yo, let me tell you something. And there's yeah. a bunch of ass eating going on all yo, night long. Let me tell you something. Look, I, so. it must be free pussy day. and It must be free pussy season in Tulum because niggas is going over there like it's going out of style. Either they- Yo, we need to- let me, Hold on. Let me- Check it over. Let me, it got to be something to loan. Let me. I got to go on Expedia right quick and check to see how much a flight is, be. because it ain't no. It ain't no fucking way. Like, how much is a fucking is, is a flight? Yo, what is it about? I've never. I don't see shit in Tulum but sticks and stones. That's all I see. In the I've Maya never room. seen a hotel. I really thought somebody listened to Nipsey album while they was they under while they was under um yeah. quarantine uh-huh. and said fuck it, I'm gonna go to Tulum and see the Mayan ruins and all this other shit. Because last year I wanted to go to Tulum. Mm-hmm. 
But they was like, yo, it's two hours away. And I said, oh, no, I'm not doing all that. You know, I ain't Oh, there's no airport in Tulum? You, oh, no, you, you got to fly in. Drive, the, yes, you fly in to Cancun. Oh, yeah, and you right. drive so, to yeah, Tulum. So, right. Tulum is, is an hour and a half to two so, hours away. I went to the wrong thing. Let me, and then you go let to me, the cave. And then you do all the excursions and all that other shit. Let me go to hotels and put in Tulum. They'll probably be give me some fucking... Some goddamn. Um, that's where the shit gets you, crazy. Because when you, you pull up shits? or whatever like that, that's how it go. So Tulum is where it's at for everybody. So no, I'm gonna put in Tulum September third to the eighth. Oh, and see what season. pops and see what pops up. So when is ass eating season then? Now, now. Well, yeah. From yeah, I mean, ass eating, ass eating is wait. Hold on. Dreams Tulum Resort and Spa, all inclusive, one hundred and forty-one dollars a night. Ooh. See, this is what I thought I was going to see—a whole bunch of fucking hostels or something. Nah. They got some. No, Tulum. See, but Tulum is not really. But the Tulum—I don't, don't think Tulum has a, like a nightlife, nightlife like. No, here, no, no, no. It's that's it's the get low spot. It's the get low. But I thought I thought that was Cabo. So how, how much ass can one man eat? No, I'm just talking about when you take your joint out there and eat but, ass. I'm not talking about you go out there and eat a multitude. No, ass. no, I'm not saying. But if you want, if but you I'm want saying to get low, how much ass can a man eat in Tulum? Uh, you, a lot. If you go out there for five days, six nights, then you eat ass for five days, six nights. Uh, but I always thought it was like when 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 it when it came to, when it came to Tulum, I just thought like that's you know what I'm saying. You, you get low and you know you go there like when you just want to like no. I thought excuse me, Cabo. I thought Cabo was the place where you want to get low, disappear, mm. and you know eat some ass. But now Tulum, Tulum, baby, like, yeah, shit, Tulum. The, the price about to go up. Price going up. It's just like fucking. Uh, right, listen, it's Miami. Man. Shout out to the shout out to the side niggas that's capitalizing on that one hundred eight a night. <laughs> I you think niggas t- is winning. I think Tulum is like the um. Nah, y'all niggas is, is winning. Tulum is them is the Mexico Miami. Yeah, yeah. Shout out, like I said, shout out to y'all side niggas that's taking that's taking advantage of that one hundred eight a night. It's not then. You want to go to the dreams? It's not then. Yeah, man. I get it. So, Deuce, have you been able to find any Deuce? Yo, it's been such a deuce, such a deuce shortage in the hood. Um, there, there, there is a young lady out there that cares about me very, 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 very much. That mm. that found that found the bottle. Mm. Well, you know what I'm saying, found the bottle. Well, I got to give her the money back. Yeah. But she she had the foresight to think about me. Uh, that she knew that it was deuce, that was a deuce shortage in the hood. Oh, I thought and, you just fucked her crazy, and she said, Oh yeah, I definitely like, did. But no, but if I definitely do bust ass. But if it was that, you know what I'm saying, she would have paid for the bottle and just had it for me. And that's what I'm saying. You probably now, ain't remind her who you are. But now, yeah, you she know. She got to bust some ass. Like, she be like, nah, you know she what? said, I need that back, player. I said, I respect it. <laughs> I respect it. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to respect the game. Yeah. Like, sometimes she, they will do you that favor. Yeah. Other, other times, you know, even me, you know what I'm saying? I need that back, fam. All right, cool. No problem. I need that I cashed, back. I cashed, I cashed that, that shit back with the quickness, man. Fuck it. Sometimes, so you got your bottle, dude. Sometimes you need it back. Yeah. Okay. I'm, 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 working on, I'm working on getting a couple bottles. Okay. But, you know, right now I definitely do got one. I definitely, do got one. All right. I definitely, definitely. I'm do trying one. to find that Rich Coleco. I, can, I can't get can, that Rich Coleco. Oh, Coleco. Yeah. Oh yeah, you said Coleco. You no. put that shit in. Uh, you broke that shit down into three syllables. Coleco. Like, no, niggas Coleco. No. <laughs> well, tomato, tomato, my nigga. Exactly. Unless you want to argue about this. I'm but, not here to argue about no fucking but, shit. Yeah, no, they, yeah. Unless they cutting the check. Want some risk? Nah, they definitely yeah. Cut the check, Coleco. Now you sitting at home and want to enjoy yourself. Yeah, hey, man, niggas. This is an everyday life podcast. Why yeah. not? You can enjoy yourself with a nice glass of Rich Cleco. There you go. But um, yeah, but you know, people been teasing me. Oh, you gonna have to change your name now. I ain't got no Deuce. <laughs> Fuck you. I found it. Do say forever, nigga. Uh, tell Fuck. him again. Do say forever, nigga. Uh, the fuck is y'all talking about? I'm gonna always have Deuce. Yeah, you go. Shit. I don't blame you, brother. You the man. No, I don't. I just play one on this podcast. Okay, nah, that's good. I don't got no bitches. I'm just, you know, I'm just a, I'm just a single black brother trying to make it. All right, 
I'm not pumping myself up no more. I'm just, you know, I'm a single black brother trying to make it, you know. There's no there's no such thing as Psych! a <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say there's no such thing as a humble flex. You know the, the vibes. man in these streets. You know the vibes already. There's no such thing Don't as a humble flex. Don't ask me, ask your bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I'm about to take your bitch to Tulum, baby. You know what I'm saying? Eat the booty mm. hoe. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Oh man, B. I have fun, man. I yeah. have fun. This is a great episode, man. Yeah, do check it out. For those that don't know or been under a rock, we are on YouTube, we are on Spotify, we are on iTunes. Check it out. Like, subscribe, share, tell a friend to tell a friend. Shit. You can listen to us while you fucking your side bitch or while you at your main bitch. You can listen to us while you eating pussy. Yeah, listen we to us while you on just your way listen. to Tulum about to eat right. that ass, man. And if you about to dive in, just know who sent you. Them boys from the Everyday Life Podcast. There you go. Who told you to eat my ass like that? <laughs> that nigga do say, man. Do say say eat my ass. <laughs> who said bust my ass? <laughs> who told you I wanted to eat your ass? Man? Exactly. Do say say it. Exactly, so let them know. Who said niggas be eating ass in Tulum? Dude, say said it. Who told you pussy's $40? <laughs> well, Doosick. Well, I'm a thank Doosick. Yeah. I'm a download the podcast. Uh-huh. I'm a shoot a bootlegger. Mm-hmm. That's how much I love this nigga. There you go. <laughs> there you go, oh, man. man. Yeah, man. you can have your last, you can have your last words first today. I know I I, I always go first. Yo, so like yeah, get your you, shit no, get your right, shit on. Ahead, I, I might fuck around and say something that you want to me, say. Yeah, there you yeah, go. So you know how you give it up. You know how you give it up. Do your thing, King. Do your thing, King. Nah, man. Um, what can I say? Brainer, like you a piece of shit. That's your last words. Homeboy, that uh, Kirk, whatever your fucking name is, that you shot all those, you shot those two people. And, oh, Kyle uh, Wittenhouse. Kyle, Kyle Wittenhouse. Wittenhouse. You a piece of shit, and you deserve everything that you get. And so does your bloodline. Fuck you. Protect our protect our queens. Respect the kings. You all that we got. Go ahead, doof. Can't play poker broke. <laughs> Don't let that go over your heads. You can't right. play poker broke. That's all I'm gonna tell y'all. That's Do it. what it is as you want. And also, it's uneasy lies the head that wears the crown. Yeah. I know I said it quick and fast. I know. All right, child. It's the Everyday Life Podcast. Yeah. I'm Reg Time B. Time to go watch Umbrella Academy. There you go. And that's Do Say Dom. Tune in the next time. Peace. Reg, hold yes. up real quick. You paying rent tonight or no? Nah, I ain't paying no nah, rent. Nah, you ain't paying no rent. Nah. Nah, man. I got these. Nah, man. I got these orders to do, man. It's like a lot of orders for the last oh, couple yes. of days. Rich popular, gotta, rich popular, twenty twenty one coming soon, baby. I got a lot baby. of orders coming in, man. Coming it's, soon, baby. So I'm been out here just cranking out orders and getting this shit out. So yo, yo, and please, y'all, go on, go. Can y'all please go on our IG page uh, at Everyday Life Podcast, all one word, and put the hashtag. Uh, give um. Give do say some new merch. I'm still wearing old shit. If you guys see the if you guys see the black crown life shirt I have on now, this was from this was from two summers ago. That's not a black. This that's, was a, from, that's a rich popular shirt, brother. It's, it's a life right here. No, that's rich popular. He's the own character. It says life on the crown. He's wearing the crown. He it's, is right, but the crown is, says life. Why the don't crown don't say RP on it? Nah, because he's this a man. is a life shirt. 
He, he this is this is advertised as a black crown life shirt. No, it's not. So no. And, and okay, that's besides the point. You know, this shirt was this shirt was gifted to me in 2018. It's 2020. We went to the Bahamas in 2018. Is when I got this shirt. Hell, fucking no. 2019. That's the shit came out 2019. No, when did we? No, 2019. You're right. Yeah, it was, it's 2019. Right. You were still yeah. one year removed. Get do say some hashtag. Get do say some new. When they ask you where you get that shirt from, I'm still wearing last year's shit. When she asked you, and Reds don't even care. When she actually gets that shirt comes from, to me. say, "Don't worry about it, sweetheart. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. Be easy, sweetheart. Stay tuned. We might even give y'all a special episode while we out in Cancun." Mike, nigga, yeah. nigga, that play is getting ran. <laughs> you guys <laughs> will get a special live from the pool, baby. Live from the pool, I do. Listen, we live going live. My, live from my mansion, baby. We going live. I do say, eat ass in Cancun. Oh no, no I'm eat ass after the park. Okay. Come on now. I got to, you know, got to get the people what they want. But I've still got to set up your OnlyFans Oh, page, yeah. So subscribe to my well. OnlyFans. If you want to see my ass eating, I'm giving tutorials and everything. How to make your girl happy, my nigga. It's going down. Eat ass, eat ass, and be happy. Don't worry. Eat the pussy, too. Don't, 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 don't neglect the pussy now. Well, you guys already know that. Y'all grown, man. Y'all know what's up. <laughs> they don't know shit. Hi, Mom. <laughs> mom, you raised a wonderful son. Look at him now. Out here giving tutorials on how to eat ass. Oh, here he comes. <laughs> Watch out, girl. He'll chew you up. Oh, here he comes. He's an ass eater. <laughs>